Section number 14 of Medieval Hymns and Sequences. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Medieval Hymns and Sequences by John Mason Neal civis colestis patriae marbodus of wren died eleven twenty five the ruggedness of the translation is merely a copy of that of the original in the following poem of marbodus successfully archdeacon of angiers and bishop of wrens who died in eleven twenty five its title a prose clearly proves it to have been intended if not used as a sequence in the mass of some high festival probably a dedication the mystical explanation of precious stones is the subject of the good bishop's poem de Grimie, which seems in its time to have obtained a high reputation the prose which i here give is certainly not without its beauty and is a good key to medieval allusions of a similar kind ye of the heavenly country sing the praise and honor of your king the razor to its glorious height of that celestial city bright in whose fair building stand displayed the gems for twelve foundations laid the bright green hue of jasper saith how flourishing the estate of faith which in all them that perfect be shall never wither utterly in whose firm keeping safe we fight with satan's wile and satan's might footnote the twelve foundation stones of the apocalypse gave rise as might be expected to an infinite variety of mystical interpretations marbodus wrote a short commentary on the prose which we are considering which will serve as a good explanation of it his treatment of the foundation stones is topological a more usual one is allegorical which i will give from the commentary of michael Aligun on the psalms jasper says the comment of marbodus is the first foundation of the church of god and is of a green color whoever hath it upon him no phantasm can hurt him it signifies those who always hold the faith of god and never depart from it or whither but are always flourishing therein and fear not the assaults of the devil allegorically the jasper the first foundation stone which promotes fecundity and causes unity symbolizes the first article of the creed 
I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. End footnote. The azure light of sapphire stone resembles that celestial throne, a symbol of each simple heart that grasps in hope the better part whose life each holy deed combines and in the light of virtue shines. Footnote. The sapphire, says Marbodus, is of the color of the sky. It signifies that, while they be yet on earth, set their affections on things above, and despite things terrestrial, according to that saying, our conversation is in heaven. The reason why, in the prose, it is compared to the throne of God is clearly that verse in Exodus. They saw the God of heaven, and under his feet was as it were the paved work of a sapphire stone. The sapphire, says Aguin, which reconciles, heals, consoles, gives sight, and is the king of stones, symbolizes the second article of the creed. And in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. And footnote. Like fire, though pale in outward show, shall Sidoni at length shall glow. Carried abroad its radiant streams, at home in shade it hides its gleams. It marks their holiness and grace, who do good deeds in secret place. Footnote. The Chalcedony Marbodis continues, While it is in a house doth not shine, when under the open air it glitters brightly, it resists those that would cut it or stretch it, when heated either by the sun or by rubbing with the finger, it attracts straws. By this they are signified who do their good deeds in secret, as fasting, alms, and the like. According to that saying, but thou, when thou fastest, etc., but when such men are compelled to go abroad into the world, then their good works shine before men. But if any seek to flatter them, which is as it were to paint or engrave them, they receive not their vain praises, but manfully resist and acquiesce not in them. And when heeded, either by the sun, which is Christ, or by the fingers, that is, by the gifts of the Holy Ghost, they, by word and example, draw straws, that is, sinners, to themselves, and cause them to persevere in good works. The Chalcedony, says Aguin, which is pale, sets forth humility, and so the third article of the creed, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, 
born of the Virgin Mary. End footnote. The emerald burns intensely bright with radiance of an olive light. This is the faith that highest shines. No deed of charity declines and seek no rest and shuns no strife in working out a holy life. Footnote, the emerald is the comment of Marbodus, is exceeding green, surpassing all gems and herbs in greenness. It is found only in a dry and unhabitable country. Through the bitterness of its cold, nothing can dwell there but griffins and one-eyed Arimas that fight with them. By the emerald we understand those who excel others in the vigor of their faith and dwell among infidels who be frigid and arid in love. The griffins that keep watch over them be devils who envy them that have this precious gem of faith and do their diligence to deprive them thereof. Against these fight the one-eyed Eremus, that is, those who go not two ways, nor have a double heart, nor serve two lords. Aguin again, the emerald which heals gives eloquence, riches, conquests, clears sight, fortifies memory, banishes luxury and sorrow typifies the passion of our Lord, which spiritually doth all these things. And therefore, that article of the creed suffered under Pontius Pilate. The barrel of the New Jerusalem is described in two of the most beautiful lines ever written by Prudentius. Has interspecies smargandina Gramine Verno Prata Virent Volvic Vagos Lux Herbida Flectus in footnote Sardonyx with its threefold hue sets forth the inner man to view where dark humility is seen and chastity with snow white sheen and scarlet marks his joy to bleed in martyrdom if faith shall need. Footnote. The Sardonyx, says Marbodus, has three colors, the lowest black, the middle white, the upper red, and it signifies those who sustain grief of heart for the name of Christ and are white, that is, without gull, within, and yet to themselves appear contemptible, and as it were black, that is, sinners. Aguin, after the same description proceeds, the lower part, which is black, typifies the sorrow of Good Friday, the middle part, which is white, the rest of Easter Eve, and the upper, which is red, the glory of Easter Day. Thus the whole symbolizes the fifth article, as he reckons it, of the creed. Was crucified, dead, and buried. 
he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. End footnote. The Sardius, with its purple red, sets forth their merits who have bled. The martyr ban, now blessed above, that agonize for Jesus' love. The sixth foundation, not in vain, the cross's mystery to explain. Footnote. Because the number six is symbolical of our Lord's passion, since he was crucified at the sixth hour of the sixth day. The Sardius, continues our poet, which is wholly red, signifies the martyrs who pour forth their blood for Christ. The Sardius, says Aguin, as being a bright stone, sets forth the joy of the sixth article of the creed. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. In footnote, the golden-colored chrysolite flashes forth, sparkles on the night. Its mystic hues the life reflect of men with perfect wisdom decked, who shine in this world's night like gold. Through that blessed spirit sevenfold. Footnote: The chrysolite Marboas teaches shines as gold and emits fiery sparkles. It signifies the wise and charitable who impart to others that which they possess themselves. For wisdom and charity excel other virtues as gold other metals. Aguin is more ingenious. The chrysolite shines as gold in the day as fire in the night. By the day, the good, by the gold, their crown, are represented. By the night, the wicked, and by the fire, their punishment. Hence, the stone typifies their final separation, and thus the seventh article of the creed. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. End footnote. The sunshine on the sea displays the watery barrels fainter rays of those in this world's wisdom wise the thoughts and hopes it signifies who long to live more fully blessed with mystic peace of endless rest footnote the barrel according to our author shines as water that reflects the sun and warms the hand that holds it it signifies those who are frail by nature, but being enlightened by the sun of righteousness, shine with good works and warm others by the example of their love. Aguin says the barrel whose virtue is to cause love, to bestow power and confer healing sets forth the eighth article I believe in the Holy Ghost. In footnote. Beyond all gems the topaz rare hath value thence beyond compare. It shines albeit of color gray 
clear as a fair ethereal ray and notes the part of them that live the solid life contemplative footnote the topaz says marbotus whose commentary in this case does not well agree with his text is rare and therefore precious it has two colors one like gold the other clearer in clearness it surpasses all gems and nothing is more beautiful it signifies those who love god and their neighbor according to aguin the topaz which receives as in a vessel the light of the sun symbolizes that which thus stores up the rays of the sun of righteousness the holy catholic church and footnote some council decked in purple state the chrysophase doth imitate in the fair tint its face that decks tis intertinged with golden specks this is the perfect love that knows kindest return to sternest foes footnote marbodus the christophasis which is purple with drops of gold signifies those who pass their life in tribulation and passion yet constantly abide in charity according to aguin this stone a shines like fire and b communicates its virtues without diminishing them and thus typifies a the communion of saints and b the forgiveness of sins and footnote the azure jacinth comes between the brighter and the dimmer sheen the ardor of whose varied ray is changed with every changing day the angelic life it brings to view attempered with discretion due footnote the jacinth says marboas changes its appearance with that of the sky it therefore represents those who like the apostle can preach wisdom among them that are perfect and yet have milk for babes in christ thus he observes s paul was a jacinth for he became all things to all men aguin teaches that the jacinth has the virtue of invigorating and therefore is a type of the resurrection of the body in footnote last in the holy city set with hue of glorious violet forth from the amethyst are rolled sparks crimson bright and flames of gold the humble heart it signifies that with its dying master dies footnote the amasis according to marboas is entirely red and shoots out rosy flames its color signifies earthly sufferings its emissions prayers for those that cause it for he says it is the virtue of virtues to pray for persecutors 
and we read of few that have done so. Yet there are two in the Old Testament, Moses and Samuel, and two in the New, the Lord Christ and Stephen. A Ewan, affirming the emesis to give a clear sight, makes it symbolical of the beatific vision and thus of life everlasting. I add the French verses of Marbodus on the same subject with one or two corrections for the sake of the rhyme. Ici sunt nom les deux pierres, qui sunt temu les plus chers, jasp saphir calcidoine, smaragud sard a sardoine, chrysolite barrel et topaz, amethyst jacinth et Christopas D. Saint M. Portant figure Qui du servant saint poor Qui du voudra sever Comme de pierre saint clasure En la city deu sera pose E. L. fundament bien allo En vision de paz reposera, en la cal s'enfie jour pourra. In footnote, these stones arrayed in goodly row set forth the deeds of men below, the various tents that there have place, the multiplicity of grace, who in himself such grace displays may shine with these in endless rays. Jerusalem, dear peaceful land, these for thy twelve foundations stand. Blessed and nigh to God is he, who shall be counted worthy thee, that guardian slumbereth not, nor sleeps, who in his charge thy turrets keep. King of the heavenly city blessed, grant that thy servants may have rest, this changeful life forever past, and consort with thy saints at last, that we, with all the choir above, may sing thy power and praise thy love. Amen. End of section 14. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.